Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, I promise you a show about film noir. Because you know, there's many different versions of noir. There's neo-noir, there's fantasy noir, there's romantic noir, there's modern noir, you know. I mean, you look at directors such as David Lynch... Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, David Fears, and then there's a lot of, you know, with David Fears, there's a lot of British noir. It, it goes all over the place. And these different characters, you know, they evoke something. And yeah, in the modern age, in the 90s, there wasn't a lot of noir. Um, the one that does come to mind, though, because it was patterned as noir, was Devil in a Blue Dress. Devil in a Blue Dress did not do very well. It should have. Um, I think a little of that also has to do with race. Because, you know, this country has a problem you know, with brown and black people. And as a brown person myself... You know, I see that right there. I see that that someone of the caliber of Denzel Washington doing a noir film, that it wasn't bigger than it actually should have been. And then also in the supporting role, you have Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, who, you know, went on to do all these great TV shows, Hotel Rwanda, you know, The Avengers. And here he is in Devil in a Blue Dress with Denzel Washington. You know, Noor really should know no boundaries, you know, and then you look at something like the lady from Shanghai. Are there any Asians in it? No. It's just Rita Hayworth and Orson Orson Welles, you know. Um, yeah. So Noor, Noor, you know, um, it, yeah, it, it does need to come back, and I think it will come back. The closest to Noor that I can say right now on television was the retelling of Perry Mason, the origin story, because it had a neo-noir kind of uh, feel to it, you know, detective, and then he becomes a lawyer and all that. And, you know, I thought that's what we're going to talk about more on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, because it is noir in November. I'm leading up to a movie that we're going to pick. There's a lot going on. There's counting going on. There's a lot going on family-wise. There's a lot of things that I have to get finished, get done. But, you know, I promise you, I always want to do an episode a day. It's perfect therapy, not just for me, but for the audience, you know. And Noir is just, it goes with November. I mean, this this is Noir November. Um, I would encourage all of you, to, though, to watch the Bogart and Bacall films, you know. Anywhere from Dark Passage to The Big Sleep to To Have and To Have Not to Key Largo. Key Largo has a, a, a bit of noir in it, you know. Um, the darkness, the shadows, the the gangsters, the mystery, the intrigue, you know. Yeah. And the ending. The, that That's an interesting ending because there is two endings to Key Largo. And, you know, the master of telling those stories was John Houston. John Houston, who loved working with Humphrey Bogart, wasn't really particular on women in his films, but he was always about the men. Isn't that interesting? And here his daughter grew up to be, you know, a really good director in her own right, Angelica Houston. 
who was also in The Grifters. So right now we're about to get a grifter out. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, you know. That's a noir film right there. And the telling of it is very interesting, very maddening, you know. Yeah, so we're get, we're going to have a lot of fun with the subject of film noir for the month of November. Um, but tonight, you know, I figured we'd just go on and discuss, you know, what what is to be expected with these films, you know? I think, well, tonight I wanted to talk about it, but I'm still not sure if it is considered a noir, and that is Night of the Hunter with Robert Mitchum, Lillian Gish, Shelley Winters, um... Directed by Charles Lockton. Um, The only film that he ever directed. It it didn't do very well. And I guess that scared him. But it was such an amazing film. And so we're going to talk about that. Maybe tomorrow or Saturday. Whenever I find more factoids on it. We're going to talk about. Night of the Hunter. 1955. But as always. Unpleasant dreams. Stay tuned. Hello. Welcome. Tonight, it's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This is a new month. This is the month of November. Yesterday, we talked about Mildred Pierce, and I thought, you know, let's dive into what's going to happen this month. You know, we're going to talk a lot about classics, but mainly we're also going to focus on... When I say that, I feel like, oh my God, is this a class? No, it's a podcast. And that rhymed. We're going to talk a lot about Film noir. Film noir. Film noir is French, a cinematic term used primarily to describe stylish Hollywood crime dramas, particularly those that emphasize cynical attitudes and sexual motivations. The 1940s and the 1950s are generally regarded as the classic period of American film noir. A lot of black and white films. Private investigators, you know, like Humphrey Bogart. And I'm not just talking about The Big Sleep, because some people say that that is not film noir. But in in another aspect, you have The Maltese Falcon, which is considered an early film noir. You know, and I thought we could also talk about Double Indemnity, which is film noir and it's this crime drama it's love it's craziness it's passion it's edward g robinson fred mcmurray and barbara stanwyck barbara stanwyck was so good at doing she was a multifaceted actress you know she could do comedy she could do drama she could do crime she could do film noir screwball comedy you know high drama she could do it all. Music as well. I mean, there's that really great film, Ball of Fire, with her and Gary Cooper. And it's almost like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And she's sent to ta- teach these professors slang. You know, it doesn't hurt that her name is Sugarpuss. Yes. Sugarpuss Osei. O'Shea. Film Noir. I mean, Eddie Mueller of TCM would disagree with me and say that The Big Sleep is not film noir. How did this term come about? 
Well, you have German Expressionism, French Poetic Realism, Italian Neorealism, American Hard-Boiled Fiction, Art Deco. Now, last week we talked about Nosferatu, the original vampire movie by F.W. Murnau. German Expressionism right there at its best. The tone, the music, the cinematography, the lighting, the look feel of the film so that's what film noir in this aspect is the rain the rain is dreary it sets yet a romanticized version of okay crime and drama and passion you know getting tucked in under the sheets to watch these you know detectives go for it to are they gonna rescue the girl or are they gonna find her dead in the end that is what film noir is all about so with film noir, it encompasses a range of plots. The central figure may be a private investigator, the big sleep, a plainclothes policeman, the big heat, an aging boxer, the setup, a hapless grifter, night in the city, a law-abiding citizen lured into the life of crime, gun crazy, or simply a victim of circumstance, DOA. That's neo-noir, though, in that aspect. You know, a lot of the gangster films and then the femme fatale is film noir. You know, we could also take it to a lot of the, you know, like I said, Dracula or if the German expressionism, the surrealism, you know strangers on a train it, it's it's truly an, an amazing experience to watch these films for me though it's really all about out of the past directed by jackus oh let's say it right because i don't i don't want him to come after me even though he may be dead let's make sure we can jack torner jack torner who directed out of the past. Now, out of the past is particular. It has many of the film noir's hallmarks. A cynical private detective as the protagonist, a femme fatale, multiple flashbacks with voiceover narration, dramatically shadowed photography, and a fatalistic mood levied with the provocative banter. The film stars noir icons Robert Mitchum, Kurt Douglas, and Jane Greer. So, Robert Mitchum, Robert Mitchum was a bad boy in real life, not just on screen where he had this kind of anti-hero, you know, facade. But in reality, you know, he'd been busted for a marijuana charge. He'd been on a chain gang and he had that voice where you could tell he had lived so many different lives. And I, upon studying Robert Mitchum, you realize how cool this man really was. You know, um, he he could be the cornerstone to film noir. You know, he did he did play the big sleep character Philip Marlowe years later in the 1970s. This is decades after Humphrey Bogart had famously done that with Lauren Bacall. Out of the past is basically. It's amazing. Film historians consider out of, a pa- out of the Past a superb example of film noir for its complex, fatalistic storyline, dark cinematography, and classic femme fatale. 
1991, Out of the Past was added to the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. It was RKO. 1947. You know, yesterday we talked about Mildred Pierce, which is also within the film noir context. You know, um, the director, Michael Curtis, had done Casablanca. Casablanca has a little bit of noir aspects, but it's more of an adventure. It's more of, you know, a period piece. It's also during wartime. You know, a lot of out of the past, I mean, the look in the feel of the movie is truly amazing. You have Robert Mitchum as Jeff Bailey, previously known as Jeff Markham. Jane Greer as Kathy Moffat. Kurt Douglas as Whit Sterling. Rhonda Fleming as Mita Carson. Richard Webb as Jim. Steve Brody as Jack Fisher. Virginia Hudson as Ann Miller. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, and you know we just lost Kirk Douglas this year. He was 103 years young, or 102. But you know when it comes to Robert Mitchum, Robert Mitchum, what set him apart from the other actors also was that voice. You know nobody, nobody had that voice, and you could also. In terms of the gothic southern, he did a southern gothic film called Night of the Hunter, which has noir aspects to it. You know, he's he's this preacher, he's demented, and it's so many different things within it. If we can find it, let's see if we can. So he shot himself cleaning a cap pistol. So I shot the ace of spades out of his sleeve during a gin game. A guy can't even get shot in his own apartment by a dame without the whole town starting to buzz like a, like a... Like you? Smoke a cigarette, Joe. You just sit and stay inside yourself. You wait for me to talk. I like that. I never found out much listening to myself. <laughs> it amazes me how she missed so often. Maybe you were moving. You know, a dame with a rod is like a guy with a knitting needle. What's he doing here? I called you. My partner. Should I ask why he didn't call the law? Should you? Well, I guess not. Anything happened to her? She ran out on me. With 40,000 bucks. I want her back. All the money? You know, I once spent $40,000 on a horse that ran dead last, so I bought the horse... Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, you're wrong. I put that horse in a nice green pasture so he'd never get his foot caught in a mutual machine. You should go out and visit it sometime. No, I just want her back. When you see her, you'll understand better. Maybe she's just an impulsive girl. Shall we let it go at that? I can let it all go. Even 5000 now and five when you bring her back? And expenses? Now that should have been the first thing you said. Find her, Jeff. Bring her back. Why me? Well, I know a lot of smart guys and a few honest ones. And you're both. 
what happens to her? I won't touch it. Okay. Give me the stuff on her family, pictures, anything interesting. You'll get it. I'll see you. You bring it over, Joe. Come on, let's go. Oh, by the way, you mind telling me your name? Kathy Moffat. Thanks. She must be quite a dame. A wild goose with 40 Gs. You know, for a smart guy, that Sterling sure trusts you, don't he? Why not? Am I going along? Nope. Oh, he doesn't like my personality, huh? Well, I'm still in, Jeff. 50-50. Did I say anything different? All right, all right. It's a good soft touch. Don't get hot at me. And so if you notice in the dialogue of Out of the Past, how they refer to women as dames, you know, they're talking in slang of the day. Obviously, this is... Is it a Raymond Chandler novel? Perhaps. Yes, I should have done my homework, but you know, we are running on time. I love how they describe Robert Mitchum. A tenacious detective, Robert Mitchum, spinning his wheels to make good. A drop-dead beauty, up to no good. And money-eyed mobster with a shark's grin. Plus double-crosses, fall guys, shadowy rooms, and bleak souls. Robert Mitchum solidified his tough-guy persona in this archetypical film, Noir, directed with memorable style by Jacques Trumor, Cat People, I Walked With a Zombie. He plays Jeff Bailey, a one-time private investigator, walking the straight and narrow of the small-town life until an acquaintance from his past pulls him back into the troubles he'd left behind. Build my gallows high, baby. Bailey sneers as events stack up against him. With dialogue like that and not much out of the past, builds its reputation high. Presented with commentary by author, author, film noir specialist, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Yes. So we're going to discuss more about film noir and out of the past during this month of November. As always, unpleasant dreams.